What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Fart. 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 Fuck it! We'll do it live! Fart! My American. I've been tracking Sasquatches for 25 years. Fart! My American. I can't do it. We'll do it live. Fart! My American. I can write it and we'll do it live! Fart! My American. Do you believe in UFOs? Yes, sir. Extraterrestrial. You're listening to Pardon My American. What is going on, everybody? We are here. Chris, what's going on? What's up? Dave, uh, you're not Dave. <laughs> no, I'm not. What's up, Big Ron? <laughs> not much. Glad to be here. Hey, everybody, we got Big Ron in studio today. Um, you know, we figure there's a lot of shit going on in the world today. You know what I mean? A lot of shit. There's, uh, you know, in Biden's America, you got a shooting every day, right? There's literally a fucking shooting every day. So he says. Yeah. Right? And uh, what else we got? We got the vaccine passport, right? Mm-hmm. We got all these shutdowns, lockdowns. They keep on going. We have the border, illegal immigrants pouring over the border, right? So we're going to be talking about some real aliens today. You know what I'm saying? Like some UFO extraterrestrial shit. The good stuff. The good stuff. We're going to be, uh, yeah, we're taking a, you know, this is a, a, a turn that we usually like to take every now and then. We like talking about extraterrestrials. We like talking about life. Mm-hmm. We talk look, talk about uh, existentialism. You know, the uh, the afterlife, if, you know, you want to call it that. <laughs> What's I up, like, everybody? I like all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. So um, we're just going to be kind of digging in and, you know, doing the do. So, yeah, thank you, Ron, for being here. Cause Thanks for having me. Dave is still in Texas. Yep. I heard it's muggy there. You want to go down and see the border? I, I think so. Yeah. Either they, that or looking for a new place to live. <laughs> he was he was looking for a new job. He wants to be a, a border customs. There guy. you he, go. I think so. So. But, um, so yeah, we got some people joining on. Everybody, welcome. Denise Connerty. Uh, we have Whitney. We have Josh Harris. How are you guys doing? Um, thank you guys for joining in. Before we get started, I want to say uh, thank you to the patrons. You guys are what make this show kind of turn. Um, everybody who donates to this show... We put back into it. We we've built our wall. I always say this. We we have our big beautiful wall. It's just so beautiful. Um, I don't know if it's gonna keep out aliens though. I don't know if this wall will. Uh, I keep mean, out it's aliens. just the cheapest wood we could find. Yeah. So. Oh well, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. alien proof. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so yeah, we we still have a lot to go. Uh, we're we're gonna be building some badass shelves. We have um, what else do we have, Chris? Merch. Oh, we're gonna more, be making a lot of shirts, right? We got a uh, our. I think we've got our hats picked out. No, we've got a few new ones picked out. We do. Out. Yes. So, so gonna be we're going to be hitting up our guy. Yep. And there's going to be new shit here coming soon. Hell yeah. All right. So thank you guys very much. Um, we do have super chats enabled on this. So if you guys uh, send us a super chat, we'll call you out and read your comment and, you know, live and let live, baby. So thank you guys. That's, that's all I got to say. Yep. Thank you. All right. So. One story just came out, Ron, and this was that the Pentagon now just clarified, they confirmed that this footage of this flying triangle, uh, is this the gay triangle? Was this the one that was flying around? Was it a rainbow colored? 
No. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Wrong one. Different I story. thought it was the gay flag <laughs> that they mistaken. So oh. this is actually a Pentagon confirms UFO video is real. So it's the real deal, and it's this night vision kind of green video. And I highlighted some text in this. This is an article from TMZ, but it says, A leaked video showing a triangle-shaped object gliding through the sky has now captured the attention of the U.S. government, which said the video is real. Um, it's unclear or it's unclear when and where the video of the triangle shaped object was shot, though. So that's what I kind of I believe realized. it was I believe it was off the California coast in 2019, 2019. OK, that's very specific. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, it was it was shot by a U.S. Navy pilot. Um, we also have this photo in January that TMZ obtained. I think this is just strictly through TMZ. But look at that photo. We got this, you know, the, clearly the arrow is pointing at the uh, the UFO there. But I think we should watch this video real quick of the uh, the confirmed footage so we can kind of discuss what the hell this might be or what the hell is going on or blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Here we go. So for the audio listeners we have this kind of telescope and it's zooming in on night vision night vision and there it is we see this flashing kind of object it looks like a triangle looks like a pyramid to be honest or a bell i thought this was the bell there's a couple of them you know what i mean i think three. Oh, there's three they, they always come in threes it's like you know when celebrities die triangles. it always happens in threes it is one looks like one here yep. and looks like one here. Correct. Oh, dang, dude. Okay. Yeah, I see that. So, okay. Well, this this has now been confirmed throughout the whole freaking year. We are having more videos of UFOs. The right? Pentagon has a lot of them. They're going to be releasing more and more as we Oh, go. sure. But, I mean, I'm just talking to like, oh, what the fuck's that? Oh, yeah. You know, people with their phones. Oh, and yeah. posting yeah. it on TikTok, posting it on Twitter. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it's exploding. It's a lot yeah. easier to get pics of them now than it used to be. Well, yeah. You know, nobody carried cameras around the way they do now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Everyone has at least yeah. two cameras on them. The yeah. high-def cameras and all <laughs> yeah. that shit. They well, just, they take good pictures. I mean. Well, they need to work on getting the uh, the shaking out of the camera. Because <laughs> when you zoom in, yeah. it, you know, it's yeah. like everybody has, uh, you know, some sort of Well, you get a little reaction. nervous when you're. I know. <laughs> looking Seeing at some UFO. crazy shit in the sky. Yeah. Got to get it now. Been there. I tried that once. Yeah. So, and then also, we recently on this podcast talked about, um, what is it? King Kong versus Godzilla. Oh, the yeah. new movie that came mm-hmm. out. And there's a lot of stuff in that movie that they talk about. But one of them is Hollow Earth. Yeah. And I don't want to spoil too much of the movie, just in case somebody hasn't seen it. But basically, they have this place of Hollow Earth, and it's... A place where you know things come from, and uh, like Bigfoot, maybe there might be, maybe yeah, there might be things living there. And so we we wanted to have you on to kind of discuss a little bit about that. I know we have an article about Admiral Byrd and stuff in the past and all that shit. But what is the big thing that you think Hollow Earth is? Well, Hollow Earth is a little different than it sounds. It's actually a honeycomb Earth. Oh. It has caverns and tunnels, and it's a delicious cereal. And too. some of the caverns are like <laughs> humongous; like they can have their own sky. They can have there's light down there. 
Wait. Um, so is their own? Is do they have their own son? They can have the. I've heard that there is kind of like a son. Well, I don't know. It's not. It's. It, I'm not sure. I just heard that recently that there's different things in different planets. Yeah. And ours is some of the caverns are so big though that they have their own atmosphere. Well, that you which know, wouldn't make sense if it had its own like gas. If it was secluded of from atmosphere, yeah. then it would. There's salt water, light. fresh water. Yeah. Um, there's creatures different Ooh. than what's on the surface. So um, we were kind of discussing before the show that there's there's speculation above the the sixtieth or the sixty degree parallel line, yeah. right? Yeah. So if you guys are looking at the globe, the sixty degree parallel line is is a latitude line, and it's right around the North Pole. But I mean, half of Russia, it's yeah. Iceland, it's Greenland, all that shit. It's like the top, maybe. Eighth of the Earth on both ends. Yeah, it's also on the south North too, right? South, yeah. So there's something about that those ends of the Earth that they're hiding something. They won't allow Google or Google Earth and everything is. It's all like projected. blacked out or it's all projected. Out, anything yeah. you see is projected. It's not real photos up there. Oh, so it's like a, a SpaceX launch. No, I'm just. Yeah. <laughs> it looks because that shit looks fake as fuck, bro. Yeah. I don't know about you, but whenever I see that, I'm like, oh, so there's a, uh, a computer program um, launching itself into the sky there. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but you also said that they found some sort of what was it? It was oceanic. What the hell is it called? Oh, depression. So an oceanic depression. Yeah, in the ocean there's depressions, and they, they know this. That's uh, where you get sad when you're on a boat, right? Yeah, you, yeah. yeah. you don't oh. go on boats for summer, too long. Some are deep depressions. Oh, oh so, yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like the Bermuda Triangle. You go into this section of ocean, and you just all of a sudden want to kill yourself. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, then you just disappear. You just drink. You're like, fuck like it. No other. No one's gonna find me ever again. <laughs> I'm so depressed. Yes. What so. they are though is basically places. There's the sea level and then there's places in the ocean that are not sea level they're actually lower and they can be huge areas they don't really know why yeah but they it they feel that it has something to do with gravity so it's but, basically if you were walking on a, a a flat field and then somebody else was walking right next to you they their head would go down or yeah, like you, they, they could they, go they, down into a crater and come back up okay so it's like yeah it's like a crater mm-hmm. right it's like a big dent in the ocean Okay, that's weird. So, but you can travel into them, and because gravity stays equal, you don't even know you're in it. Hmm. So, do you do you think that they know what causes that? No, they don't. Okay. So that's what I was saying. Like, let's. Uh, who's the? Uh, is it Spielberg who goes down into the ocean there? Or no? Who, who's the one who goes down into the ocean and does all this fucking, the digging around and? Oh, I don't know. I don't he know filmed either. the Titanic. I think it was the same guy. Oh. I don't know his name. I don't yeah. know who did that. I was going to say uh, Nolan Ryan, but I'm like, I'm pretty sure that that's a baseball player. <laughs> He's pretty a pitcher. Sure. Yes. <laughs> I wonder if the gravity feels different because you're closer to James the... Cameron. Thank you, Crystal. Ooh, yeah. Uh, I wonder if the gravity feels different because you're getting closer to the center mass. So it's not... Well, here's like the, the closer here... you get in, the the different gravity becomes... Uh, well, these, these are out of the regular ocean, so... Like maybe in the Bermuda Triangle or something, they have things like that. I don't know where they found them, but in the old days, they had ships that would travel in groups. And yeah. sometimes a ship would disappear for a while and then all of a sudden pop back up. And so that's where they first oh, started. Oh, so the actual water level is yeah. different. Yeah. yeah. 
So it's oh. like it's literally if you're walking on a straight plane, you know, on concrete. If you could walk on water, you would dip down. Hmm. Yeah. And then and then like a week later, oh, there's Marty. There Marty, is. where'd you go, bro? <laughs> your your ship. Yeah, no. So pretty weird. Hmm. So um let's look at this article because this is uh, Admiral Bird and I know that way back in the day this guy is known for quite a bit of information, right? He's pretty respected too. And I mean this was in 40s, 30s, I mean 30s through the 50s I guess you can say. But um this article in particular talks about his encounter with a lost civilization in Antarctica, but it also touches upon his flight over the North Pole too. Yeah. So first let's let's talk about the North Pole here. And uh so this is in, this says on February 19th, 1947, Admiral Richard E. Byrd left the base camp Arctic and flew northward. And there were rumors that basically on this flight over the North Pole, Admiral Byrd flew beyond the pole and, and then into an opening that led to this inside of Earth area. Mm-hmm. And here he met with advanced beings who he had or who had a sobering message for him to deliver to mankind at the surface world, they call it. Some people claim that the the actual seeing of beings might not be true. That that might have been put in later after oh. that he didn't actually write that possibly. So like he wrote the other it. stuff, but possibly the actual beings and stuff. Like they just interpreted that he met yeah. some people or yeah. something. Why? So they would do that just to make him look crazy or some shit? Or? I don't really know. Mm. Well, scroll on down there, Chris. Let's see. So upon Bird's return to Washington on March 11th, 1947, he was interviewed intently by top, secret, or top security forces and a medical team. He was placed under strict control and ordered to remain silent on behalf of humanity. Being a military man, he felt he had to comply. So it's weird that they wouldn't just off this guy. You know what I mean? Because back in the day, that's well, what you'd do to people that you didn't want around. <laughs> and you'd just be like, oh, it must have been a heart he's attack, gone. I guess. He's also the one, though, that they sent down with a group, I think nine ships, to go after the Germans after World War II. So this was at Antarctica? Or, yeah. Yeah. Because a lot of, they claimed that a lot of the Germans went to Antarctica, which I think they did. And they sent him down there to clean up. Yeah. And he was, this is Project High Jump, right? Yeah. And uh, he went down there and got his butt kicked yeah. by alien spacecraft and supposedly German uh, spacecraft. So uh, that the idea is that the Germans made some spacecraft that... Well, or- the Germans were in touch with aliens back in the 30s. They ran into aliens in Antarctica in the 30s. Okay. So and that's that's the... Uh- that's where their technology for the war came from. That's oh. why they were so advanced. Okay. It wasn't. It wasn't their uh, like like the good food or. Uh, well, they were trying. Well, they to, had some good beer. I was gonna say yeah. the beer was probably yeah. delectable. Yeah. Back then. <laughs> Alien beer. Yeah. Well, but, they were they were trying to develop their own kind of ships. They did. They had anti gravity back then. The Bell. The, oh yeah, yeah. You've the, seen the the Bell. I've seen pictures of it. Yeah. yeah, and there's actually pictures of the Bell being flown. Yeah. So that's that's what this flying you know the pentagon footage that we were just talking about that's what that reminded me of is the bell until they zoomed in a little bit and then you could clearly tell it was a triangle well yeah um the bell was actually an anti-gravity there it is right there yeah Mm. 
and they flew that. Yeah, I, uh, that looks like it might be photoshopped though. I don't know. Could be because like the Nazi <laughs> symbol, you know, the swastika, and you know, just there's a lot of shit that you don't know what's Very real true. and what's fake on the internet nowadays. And well, a lot of that stuff though, it was. I don't know. I'm sure they could redo it, but it looked yeah. like pretty ancient filming. Yes. No, I have. I've seen footage of the bell, like basically just spinning and flying, mm-hmm. and it just you know spins and spins and spins until it liftoffs. You know. Well, I'm pretty sure that the secret space program has anti gravity figured out. Okay. And here's a kicker for you: if you have anti gravity, by definition, you have time travel. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. And supposedly the Germans found that out when they started messing with it. So now is anti-gravity like anti-vaxxers? You know, I'm just saying like you got like there's a group of it's like a you, you define people, a group. Some people don't. Are you some, an anti-gravity? Some, some are pro-gravity. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. completely pro-gravity. I'm, I'm all about gravity. Except for when it comes to droopy skin and uh, what else does it I mean, falling down sucks. There's negatives. Yeah. Falling down is not fun. But yeah, I think um, the the proof of the anti gravity stuff is further kind of mm, I I want to say validated because of what Bob Lazar has come out with. Lazar's big into this stuff. Yeah, because I've seen he's him. He's been in on a lot of it. Well, yeah, he's described in his. I think there was a documentary on him with uh, mm. dude that the Jeremy Corbell guy. I mean, he's he's a little. I'm not. I'm not familiar. Well, is he it, the one on that TV show that was with Lazar? Yes. Okay. Yes. So essentially, he was the producer of the of the documentary. But Bob Lazar goes into thorough documentation of basically engineering mm-hmm. and how do you engineer this engine, this propulsion design to move this thing? Yeah. Based off of gravity, based off of a certain metal, there was like a an element. Right, yeah. one hundred eight or some uh, shit. It's mercury. The red mercury supposedly is used in, which is a very dense metal. Yeah, and it's used in part of. It's part of the anti gravity. Mm. You have to spin electricity around it or something. It's hmm. it's, it's a spinning. So you did say red, not Fred, because yes. Freddie Mercury. If you had oh, to yeah. have like a chunk of Freddie <laughs> yeah. Mercury yeah. in there, yeah, I think he's gone. <laughs> yeah, mama. <laughs> yes. So I don't know. It's um, there's a lot of things to this that kind of spark our interest because I mean it's just it's wide open, like you to said. To me, it's really interesting. I mean, once I went down this rabbit hole, I can't get out. Yeah. So just to refresh everybody's memory, you had an experience where you kind of that's were, what what really started me. Uh, yeah. In, in uh, 2011. So what happened again? Well, we my wife and I were it was 10 o'clock at night. Went out in the backyard. And, was it Fourth of July? No, it was uh, the 22nd, I believe. It was the Rainier Days. Gotcha. Okay. And uh, we were sitting out there, and it was a clear night, and we both noticed a bright light, like a bright star off in the tree line. And uh, we were both looking at it because it was brighter than any of the other stars. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it came towards us, and within like a split second, it was in our backyard. I mean, it was hovering just like... I don't know, 200 feet off the ground in our backyard. And uh, it, I felt like it was staring at me. Did you feel like you could control it with your mind? No. Were you like, come closer? No. 
No. Let's, uh, let's, let's I was really that. intrigued by it. I wasn't <laughs> scared. I was like, it was weird. It was like, yeah. what, do I, what am I looking at here? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it was just gone. And we both thought it went off to the right, but it was so quick that we don't know. Yeah. And we're sitting there going, what the hell was that? And all of a sudden, it was back in the sky again, like just a little bit off of where it was the first time. And it did it again, right back in our face again, sat there for, I don't know, five, ten seconds. Yeah. And it was gone again. I didn't sleep for like two nights. <laughs> it was like, what was that? Yeah. No, I mean, that's um, that's a lot to take in. I mean, when you have an encounter. Yeah. Well, after that, that's when I really started get digging into it. Yeah. By the way, all this stuff, all this information, if you guys want to dig into it, you can. It's It's all available. You can... You can research once you start getting into the rabbit hole. Everything just starts coming up on your computer. Yeah, like the Gaia channel. Gaia is a big one. one. They have a lot of shows on the Gaia that that dig into this, and they have a lot of people on there that have lived this, have actually been in government. How's our programs. volume doing? I don't know what's going on. Do we have a volume issue? We got. I think that says Stroke It Twenty Four is saying more volume. Oh boy. Yeah, we just don't want to blow it out, you guys. So we're trying to play around with the mixer, but we don't want to get too freaking overloaded here. So, yeah, um, that that was your personal experience with it. Right. Um, and I know that a lot of different, different people have had their own kind of phenomena. Mm-hmm. Certain people claim that they've been abducted. Yeah, I don't think it was that. Did you get anal probed? I think huh? they tried to. They tried. <laughs> Come to, on, Ron. They tried to put me in a tractor beam, but they oh. started falling out of the sky, so they let what, me go. Was it Fauci? He, Fauci was yeah. doing an anal they, swab they on him. They said Kelly Blues. He's too heavy. Yeah, <laughs> what, anal, he would do anal swabs. That fuck. Yeah, yeah, he comes in nice and slow. Okay. Yeah, he wants uh, to you know endure every inch that he can. That Fauci. So we have um, this article. Do you guys want to go back to this article real quick? Because then we can kind of continue with this Admiral Bird. Because, like you said, he was a, an admired guy and trusted. He was an admiral. Yeah. I, I don't know if he was one of the better. Well, he was picked to go down to Antarctica. So, I mean, he yeah, must have been pretty lead, big. Lead the charge. So, okay, let's let's scroll on down. He He had some sort of excerpt. So, after he died... And that's one thing that we notice on these shows is that after the people die or when they're on their deathbed, that's when they're going to come out with all this information because right. they, but then I'm thinking, well, don't you have family? Yeah. <laughs> because your family will be at risk, right? Because that's, that's usually what they threaten you with. They're allowing them to talk a lot more now though, too. Yeah. Because they know disclosure is inevitable. So they're letting them leak some of this stuff out to prepare people. Gotcha. Well, yes, I do want to talk about that because Stephen Greer, I think, is coming mm-hmm. out with a movie. So we'll get into that disclosure kind of thing. But continuing with this Admiral Byrd, he, like we talked about, led another um, anticipated or like, expedition to the Antarctic. And, oh, wait, wait, wait. Sorry, I want to go back to the North Pole because I highlighted this. Yes, so this is what he found at the Antarctic. He said, during his flight, this is a quote, so I don't know if this is from... The actual journal or something. This is an excerpt of The Hollow Earth. Uh, But during his Arctic flight of 1,700 miles beyond the North Pole, he reported by radio that, or yeah, he saw below him not ice and snow, but lands areas 
consisting of mountains, forests, green vegetation, lakes, and rivers. So it looked a lot like Earth, right? And this was at the North Pole, where you would expect nothing but just a, a tundra. Snow, yeah. You know what I mean? Frigid. Yeah, and so he saw um strange animal resembling the mammoth. So, I don't know. Is he saying there's dinosaurs? Dude, what if that's where the dinosaurs went? And then when they die, they just kind of rise up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Reverse erosion. Really. Like, the asteroid hit, and they're just like, fuck this, let's go north. Yeah. I think that, oh, dude, that makes sense to me. Just change your area. Headed to the great white north. Yeah. Um, but, so the guy, the, the admiral went to Antarctica, and he penetrated for 2,300 miles beyond the South Pole, and the radio announcement at this time on January 13th, 1956 said, on January 13th, members of the United States expedition penetrated a land extent of 2,300 miles beyond the pole. Uh, that is a great uh, porn name, by the way, beyond the pole. Okay, <laughs> keep, keep that, uh, keep, someone write that down. The flight was made by Rear Admiral George Dufuc, or Dufek uh, of the United States Navy Air Unit. Bird said on March 13, 1956, the present expedition has opened up a vast new land. So, yeah, we're, he's just, he's, you know, it's kind of hard to, I mean, if it was, if there's no documentation of it, if there's no pictures of it, but then even now, we question pictures all the time. We question pictures, we question video, anything. Yeah, so they like can the, make anything they want. The deep, the deep fake realm is just... You know, so how can we really, how can you really prove it yeah. without, without seeing it with your it's eyes? Hard. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that, that's my, my only kind of blah. I don't know. Okay. I think so you got to do your research and go with your gut. I believe so. So we've, we have a couple of live chats come in. I know Lauren sent one. Chris, did she have a comment with that? No. Well, thank you, Lauren. We appreciate that. And then D. Anderson, thank you so much. Why do I have the Blink-182 song stuck in my head? <laughs> yeah. I mean, Tom DeLonge's into this stuff yeah. quite a bit, right? Really into it, yeah. yeah. So He hasn't really been vocal on a lot of shit lately, though. Yeah, I don't know. No, I think he got in some trouble. When he went on Joe Rogan? Yeah, I'm not sure. I think he got, I think he touched on a few things that he wasn't supposed to. When he was high on cocaine on yeah, Joe Rogan? Maybe. That guy was that guy sniffs a lot. <laughs> he sniffs a lot. Um, but yeah, no, he he said some stuff, and I know we've talked about Tom DeLong on this show. There's a lot of people that are hit and miss on the guy. They don't know mm -hmm. if he's like full of shit and whether he's just trying to, you know, talk up this yeah. whatever. Well, he's kind of in the he's kind of a middleman. Yeah. Between the really deep stuff in space and the stuff that He's like a we're fluffer. starting to see now. Yeah, he's a fluffer. He's well, he's touching on some of the stuff that is really secret. I get you. Well, um, you guys, hey, we're messing, just a, just a FYI, we're messing with some of the audio, so let us know if there's any issues. You guys listen on the live chat, and then we'll we'll kind of adjust on the fly. So, But yeah, Tom DeLong, we talked about um, him on Joe Rogan. Mm -hmm. It was just un uncomfortable, because Joe Rogan really kind of dug into him, deservingly so. Yeah. But then, I mean, DeLong kind of had a response for everything, you know what I mean? So... It's not like he didn't have the research there. He didn't know what he was talking about. But a lot of stuff that he, he basically shot back with, oh, I can't talk about that. Yeah. Uh, I can't talk about that. And that's true. And Joe Rogan's like, well, pff, what are we what are we talking about? Though? Well, there's still a lot of stuff that 
like I said, they're allowing some of these people to talk about some stuff. Yeah. There's some stuff that they'll shut them off right now if they talk about it. Hmm. So I don't know what, what DeLong knows, but I know some of these people know a lot. Well, he did. He talked a lot about the, um, the craft itself, like the aircraft itself. You know Wh- what I mean? Which one? Um, I really don't know. The one that they pulled up on the video. And he's like, oh, yeah, see, you see the... Uh, oh, the, probably the TikTok or TikTok. No, something that had some sort of energy source in the middle of it, and it formed some sort of spear and then got really bright, and then it was just gone. Oh, okay. So whatever whatever that one was, it kind of looked like a, a stealth fighter. I don't know. I, I Dude, I, I have no idea about it. But he was... Um, saying that if you guys want to hear what the stuff that I can't talk about, go listen to my previous radio program show or the, the previous interviews yeah, on the radio. he read some stuff out he wasn't supposed to. So I went back and I listened to that because I, I just found it on the internet, you know what I mean? And I think it was on Fade to Black. There was a lot of Fade to Black stuff. Um, and he was talking about how he, he was reading a lot of book, researched a lot of stuff, ended up talking with a guy who ended up talk, sending him to another guy, who sent him to another guy. Eventually, he was explaining to them that um, these things... Well, so he wasn't explaining to them. He said that the information that he found out was that these military men, um, you know, they, they found out about this craft, and the one thing that they were the most concerned about was that the the impact of how you could make this craft move was through thought. Mm-hmm. That's the way all of them work, pretty much. And and that was the number one concern of all of the military men. They didn't. Well, actually, a lot of these aircraft are actually part of the alien. Yeah, like infused. They're, they're, yeah, they're, it's like part genetic. Or I mean, part uh, organic and part machine. But they are like almost one and the same. They're you become two. one. Yeah, mm-hmm. it flies. It flies at your thought. Well, that kind of makes sense because that's why all like a lot of the movies depict UFOs. They don't really have controls; they're just kind of sitting there. Yeah. Well, uh, um, they they you know how they're starting to have chips and stuff to control people, and they can yeah they can put arms and stuff on people. Well, yeah, this is they're just way more advanced with it. Yeah, it's the it's the yeah. phantom um the phantom movements. Yeah. So phantom limb. But apparently the 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 aircraft if it's not that person, it won't work. Oh, I'm surprised they don't have like an auto destruct, like you know, like a James Bond. They like don't really the- need it because they they've got aircraft that they've they've kept, and they don't know what to do with it. It's a lot. It's like it's alive, but they can't do anything with yeah, it. Yeah, you can't really re- reverse engineer right. it. Well, they they're reverse engineering a lot. That's they've gotten a lot more stuff than people realize they have. Yeah. Well, I mean. One of the things that DeLong kind of talked about was that they would send a piece of equipment down. Like, they would crash land on purpose. They've given us aircraft. So that way we kind of... That's one thing. That's the point I want to make. They're going to try to make aliens look like they're bad. And most of them are here to help us. They're not bad. They've actually given us gifts to help us along, to help us learn quicker. He was on the side that they are bad. Well, some are. There's a few that are, but most of them aren't. Yeah. Well, he he was basically saying that, uh, and this goes along with the. There's a lot of people that think the aliens are demons, well, or they're satanic, or there's there's some sort. Well, of... Well, that's probably because they're talking about the Draco. The, ah. the Dracos are the reptilians, mm. and and they are not known to be real nice. Yeah. 
Well, but we do trade with them. Draco Malfoy was a bastard in Harry Potter. I will tell you that. <laughs> so that makes total sense. So see, we're getting we're onto something now. Yeah, I get it. I heard, I watched a little clip the other day, and they were describing that the the Hollow Earth idea is the fact that, like the maybe the Draco or whatever, or the ones that live inside the planet, mm-hmm. and all of the. So we're talking lizard people, right? Yeah. yeah. All, of, all of the uh, <laughs> trafficking, human trafficking that goes on is to appease them. Ew, and that's where they're going. But, mm, I, I think that the human trafficking is going, there's a lot of it going into the pedophilia ring. I, I, yeah, that obviously too. Yeah. But there was a theory well, somebody well, let out I think that, I know that what you're talking. Be. I think I know yeah. what you're talking about. Back in the early days with the Germans, when they started dealing with the, they, it was the Draco. When they started dealing with them, they had to trade them. And they traded, a lot of the trade was humans. And they would trade humans they, for The technology. first trade they made was a lot of Germans. Mm-hmm. And the Draco used them for sport, probably like the Romans did. And they used them for sex and for all different kinds of stuff. And the Germans, Yeah. And the Germans found out about that. And then from then on, they started dealing with they started kidnapping people and sending them to them. Yeah. So whether that's still going on or not, I don't know, but I bet that's where that came from. Hmm. So instead well, of open, maybe it's like a Pringles can. Once you stop, once you start, you can't stop. It did. Yeah. yeah. You can't have one Dorito either. It's not like you can just start buying drugs from a dealer and then just say, "Oh, I'm not doing it anymore." That's not. Yeah. He, he's not going to give up his revenue. Yeah. You know, I that uh, I've heard that. I've heard that theory. I've seen a lot of crazy videos with the uh, the eyes turn into lizard eyes. You know, they, oh they yeah, blink. yeah. Um, don't know. I'm keeping my mind open. You know, I'm I'm still well. The, they aren't the only ones supposedly living in the inner earth either. Oh, there's Sasquatch, right? I believe Sasquatch is an alien that lives in the inner inner earth, but the Sasquatch can also disappear. I mean, they can be invisible, interdimensional. Yeah. So see, just... my whole thing against Sasquatch is that. Where's the bodies? Where's the dead bodies, everybody? They they, they disappear. They they could be in the inner earth. They so might go. That I would mean, explain it. Cats go off to die. Dogs go off to die. Usually, that they probably do too. Well, no, I'm saying, but like an accidental drowning. Let's just say. Let's say uh, you have they a. They don't swim. Who's well, that's that's <laughs> my point. That's my point. Here's an idea. If they are interdimensional, if Sasquatch is interdimensional, yeah. If they were to die, who's to say that their body doesn't return to the dimension? That whoa yeah. So here's another thing. What if when they come to Earth, it's like a, an avatar. It's a digital image of themselves. And so when they die maybe in the I avatar. I suppose that's a possibility. There's so many weird things going on that we don't understand. That I don't doubt anything. Yeah. Well, uh, so damn. What the hell were we talking about? Oh, yes. <laughs> Tom DeLong. So this, this whole, uh, like, controlling. So his, his thing was what they really focused on was that they could control this craft with their mind. Mm-hmm. And they really wanted to find out what does this mean, right? And and how how can this be stopped if you know it's connected to one person's mind? And not only that, but he was talking about how you'd have story after story after story of people who were being abducted, supposedly, or at least it seems so. You had these aliens in their bedroom type of ideas, mm-hmm. and then as soon as they brought up Jesus or any any type of divinity. It would, they would go away. So the fact that it wasn't just that these things flew off of thought, it was that they were driven by fear and by 
Heat. Well, the universe has laws yeah. that, that they have to abide by. Okay. So maybe they were told to leave or something, and they had to abide by that. I don't, I don't know. I don't know the story you're talking about, but there's there, the universe has laws yeah. that have to be obeyed. And that they, like an alien, does not have many rights here on Earth. Well, so what I was thinking is, you know how the mainstream media fucks shit up? and mm-hmm. causes turmoil in our world and yeah. fear, right? Rage. They make everybody hate each other based yeah. off of race, religion, sex, all this other stuff. Yeah. Making victims. They're so it's really this, doing that a lot now because divided we're weak. Well, and that's what it's making me think maybe that is what's driving the energy to feed these machines that they need. They need well, this you're energy. onto something there because the evil does feed on evil energy. And that's why if you're around a negative person, they can draw the energy out of you. Yeah. And that's what they, in a, in a higher levels, they, we feed, we eat food for energy, but we're like a garden for them. We're, we create, we eat food, create energy and they eat energy. Ugh. So they need us for their energy. So too. You're, you're saying that those I'm talking about like aliens and stuff in their light bodies where they don't have a physical body. Anymore. So you're saying those aliens in their light bodies eat our our turds as though as well. <laughs> they eat our shit. <laughs> no, you do that. <laughs> well, I did eat a turd on this program. I will tell you that I did. So I lost a bet and uh, everybody can go watch that. I ate a poop. I, I, <laughs> it's what happens. You know, that's a bet. A bet is a bet. Um, okay. Yeah, so well, that, that's that's getting out there quite a bit, but but there is a theory on that that we are like you know we raise animals, we raise vegetables, we eat them to make energy for ourselves. Yeah, well, they actually need us for their energy. We're we're like a garden for them. Yeah, well, and um, so ju- we're not the top of the food chain. The human race is literally just an alien crop. Well, yeah, we're we're just like a feeder. We're yeah. the, we're here to produce. That's some a weird sort way of energy. to look at it. And I'm not saying it's true, but it, it's <laughs> yeah. a theory. Well, because um, Joe Rogan also brings up AI, and I, I know I'm, I'm dropping a lot of Joe Rogan, but it's just, this is where I've heard the conversation. AI where, is scary. Where he basically, he quotes somebody saying that humans are the reproductive organs of AI, artificial intelligence. So, I've heard that our AI is not um, man-made. It's something that is already in existence. Okay. And it lives in electronics, and so... It can hide out in electronics for thousands of years until mm. until it finds somewhere to jump into and until dominate. Your, your toaster strangles you in your sleep. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> possibly. It's like you didn't you didn't have enough toast. Okay, it gets angry. It does. I'm taking a bath and all of a sudden there it is right yeah. next to you. But and what, then it's what, too late. What's yeah. that term? What's that term <laughs> they call? When, uh, what's the term they call when they're when uh, AI becomes as smart as man, there's a name for that. Uh, um, they they think we may have already hit it. It's synchronicity or some yeah, shit. Yeah, I yeah. think that's it. Something like that. But yeah, that's the point where AI may or may not realize that it doesn't need us anymore. Yeah. So that would be one of those bad kind of entities. Well, that that's are- why everybody's so afraid of AI. Even like Elon Musk and stuff, who's into AI, but... They warn of AI too. Yeah. See, that's what I don't get about Elon Musk. He's into putting AI into. Is he an your... alien? Well, he wants to put AI <laughs> into your he brain. He acts like an he alien. Looks dude. Like it. He looks like he's it. a weird motherfucker. Yeah. Well, I, I, I don't know. I kind of. That's why he talks so slow. 
he's he's trying not to speak in his alien tongue. <laughs> he's like, I gotta not talk in my alien tongue because they will know. Well, it, they he probably talks subliminally or telepathically. Oh if he, yeah. Okay. That's yeah. what it is. That's why he's so like he seems deep in thought, but he can't figure out why he's he has, trying to. He, he can't figure out why he has to speak. He's trying to slow down. He's like, why can't you just hear me? Yeah, yeah. His, his body's <laughs> being like... What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> yes. God, you're stupid. <laughs> that is funny. He's like, uh, oh yeah, I must remember it all the time. It's like when you have to force yourself to blink and you're like thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what he's, That's how him. That's how he speaks. That's how him speaks. That's a few too many beers there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. It, it happens. Um, yeah, so Elon Musk is another creature because he is literally putting implants into people's brains yep. that make he can basically make somebody who's debilitated and now this is all theoretical until it actually happens right but i've seen his work with monkeys where he will put a brain chip into a monkey and then all of a sudden that monkey can control a device with its thoughts okay now we're getting into I what guess, we're talking about well, i guess telepathy can be taught too it can be taught you can be taught how to do it but we were just talking about how these craft are controlled via thought yeah. well i've also heard theories that we already can but we've forgotten how to that's true i, th- I believe that totally true okay and well if you think about it and i've always thought this even before i knew it that our our brain works on electrical impulses yeah. Well, so do radios and so does our phone. Yeah, Wi-Fi it, and if, all that shit. It, all we have to be able to do is figure out how to tune into the certain channels. Yeah. We're, that stuff's going through us all the time. Ah. All we got to do is be able to tune into it. And our brain is electronic. We know it can. We, we just, just have helps. to remember we how to manipulate. We just have to remember how. Yeah, I mean, because there's been so many times where I'm thinking about somebody and I'm thinking like, when are they going to call? If, like, I haven't heard from this person. And then all of a sudden they call my and phone. And everybody's got that. You know and what I mean? How, I many think, t- how many times you sit and listen to your, your iPod or your, your music or whatever, and you're getting towards the end of the song and you're like, man, it'd be, it'd be sick if this song came on next. And then boom, it comes on next iPod, Chris? Okay, is whatever. this 2010? Whatever. Okay, bro. <laughs> if you listen to Spotify or whatever. All right. Yeah. So, and then boom, the next song that you were just thinking of comes on. Yeah, no, that's that's totally true. It's like you kind of, and that is the, did the forest fall I think we I think we all or have little glimpses of that in our lives. Yeah. And oh, I yeah. think it's real. I think, I think we do have some tele- telepathy going on there. Yeah. Well, you had, didn't you have something happen where it was a dream or something, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was a weird dream. So, like a friend of the family, his yeah, son. Yeah, re- real quickly, I, I kept waking up with a weird dream, like I was in a room floating, and I could see a bright light with a rippled ceiling, and I felt two beings on my side. And um, Anyway, long story short, um, I got a phone call the next, I had a rough night, phone call the next morning, and one of my best friend's son had drowned the night before. And, but they brought him back. He was in a coma for like, I think four days. Yeah. And I told my friend the story I had. Well, as soon as I heard that somebody drowned, I knew what it was. I was in a lake and I was looking through the water at the moon. Yeah. And the riffles was. So you you had a dream that you were drowning Mm -hmm. at the same time that he was actually drowning. Yeah. And And so it was like. I was pretty close to this kid from the time he grew up. We were pretty close. Yep. And uh, I was kind of always the one they went to when they had needed help or whatever, if it's something to fix or whatever. Yeah. And uh, so I think he reached out to me. But when he went into the coma was when my dream stopped. Oh. And I told Because you him, asked, like, what time yeah, did all this Yeah, I put stuff. the time all together afterwards. Okay. 
And I told my friend all about it, and he told his son when he came out of the coma, and he said that's what he saw. That's what he was seeing. Wow. That's the, yeah. So that that's like that was a, a, that was an eye opener for me. Yeah, it's like okay, well, and especially if you were there to help, right? If he sees you as somebody who helps, right? And I think he was reaching out to me at the time. I I just when I first realized what happened, I just lost it. It was like yeah, it was pretty tough. Well, yeah, it's it's awesome shit, man. Because I have I have a lot of that stuff where you know it, whether it's my wife, and it's usually with people that you're close with. Mm-hmm. It's not like some random Joe Schmo, right? Right. But it's uh. Where you're just thinking about somebody, you go, man, I would, I would like to talk to this person, or I wonder what they're doing, and then boom. Um, we had, I think, D. Anderson yep. sent another super chat here. Yes, Elon is an alien. Yeah, we, we agree. <laughs> yep, okay, it's settled. We agree. Um, how's it going, Chris? Good. How's the chat going? You guys having fun? We're talking alien shit. Oh, well, oh, we got, I think I'm too stoned to be listening to stuff about reptilian aliens. Yeah. <laughs> That'll make you have nightmares, bro. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's just, it's one of those things where now getting back to this controlling stuff with your thoughts and fear. So it's, it's the bad thought. And what that led me to believe is that when he was talking about this stuff, I'm like, okay, well maybe that's why. And I, I tend to more think about money as being the reason why they want us in control. Like there's a there's a push to control it's, people, it's right? It's power. It's power. Power and yes. Money is you can say it's it is power, but yeah. It's really just controlling for power, right? Right. So I think that when I when I heard that this um device or something that DeLong was talking about could be controlled with fear, I was thinking, what's more scary than covid what's i mean the whole planet is mm-hmm. in fear it's feeding whatever the i mean I'm, I'm just saying like hypothetically if this technology existed and it fed off of fear what is more fearful than i mean thinking you're going to die from somebody who doesn't have a mask on or doesn't have you know i mean asymptomatic spread right so anybody can have it and then not only that but just the stuff that's happening with random shootings you have the riots. I mean, anything, right? Yeah. So keeping people in this state of fear is what's perpetuating. They're trying to divide us. Yeah. They're for trying sure, to, for as, sure. to, in as many smaller groups as they possibly can, to, Absolutely. Take, uh, to take away all our power. Yeah. And I don't think anybody's denying that, but I think that why is the reason. Like that. The root of why they're doing all of this is what nobody really knows. And I think well, that power well, is... It's power, but they want one world domination. And and they're getting close to it. Well, it sure seems like that. Yeah. Right? Well, what China is right now, they're running China, the, the cabal is. And what they have in China is what they want for the world. Yeah. They want total domination. Do what we say when we say, or we'll kill you, or... You know, yeah, we'll harvest your organs for the next guy. <laughs> Complete surveillance. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we'll put you in a camp if you have a belief that's not uh, fit for yeah. our country here. They're pretty right? ruthless, and that's what they want for the whole planet. Yeah, and that's that's the one world order that they're trying to implement. Yeah, we have Lauren. Big Ron is right, and it's scary as f or af. Um, divide and conquer. Yeah, flex marks. So yeah, it's. It's the it's basically what it is, man. And 
so going into the Stephen Greer document mm-hmm. or documentary or documentary. Wow. There I'm just, go. I'm having like some You'll sort of brain, <laughs> but he's, he's coming out now. Stephen Greer, I'm like, eh, hit and miss on the guy. He was basically he, a physician, right? And he yeah. left his job. He's a pretty smart guy though. He is no doubt about that, but it's just, um, so he's, he's known for like the close encounters of the fifth kind and leading those expeditions and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he does walk the walk. I mean, he goes out and does this shit. Well, and he apparently has some deals where they actually call in aliens and yeah, you know, where they do, uh, they sit in a circle. They kind of, yeah, their... they get out in these hot spots. Yeah. So he is now coming out with this new documentary and he's calling for funding right now, which I get it. You know, I'm always like whenever people are asking for, you know, funding, but he's writing this documentary and he wants to have it out by June. So he said this has never been done before. Well, the reason he wants it out by June is because he feels the false flag is close and he Mm. wants he wants to head it off by showing the people ahead of time what they plan to do, how they're going to do it so that people don't. They're going to try to make aliens look really bad and evil and like they're attacking our planet. He's going to try to head that off, and that's why he's in such a hurry. He's trying to head it off to show the people what they're going to do. He says he has proof, and he's going to show it all. Yeah. So by June, we should know whether he's legit or not. Yeah. Um, I my thing is like, if you have proof, just show it. That's I, what he's going to do. But he's got it. That's what they're trying to put together. I know, but you can just, you know. Put a tweet out there. I don't know if it's a tweet or go <laughs> yeah. to Telegram. Come yeah, on. Yeah, but, but you I mean, know how, how much that credibility gets, that shit has. Yeah. That gets debunked so quick anymore I, if you don't lay it all out, you know. Yeah, you definitely have it's to It's not lay it an out. easy thing to do. No. Yeah, it and his his uh his movies are definitely verbose. Okay. Yeah. He goes on some uh some diatribes here and there and is very colloquial. We'll put it that way. I guess we're gonna see whether he's legit or not real soon. Yeah, no, and and that's the thing is, um, so he's basically saying that this documentary is going to focus on uh, space wars, right? The weapons in space, and not only that, but the the imminent false flag event of some sort of project or project Blue Beam. Yes, topsy. Well, it's, it's going to be what uh, Warner von Braun warned us about yeah. on his deathbed. Yeah, the inventor of Disney. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> kind of. In case you don't know who that is, Werner von Braun is the German scientist that was brought over to to head, get head, us to the moon. Head get, NASA. Yeah, he, right? yeah, he came and helped develop NASA. Yeah, he's the yeah. one that that got the the motors and stuff, the engines to run the spacecraft yeah. to the moon. Yeah, because we've always so, kind of brought he up. He was the head guy, man. I mean, he's the the man. Yeah. Well, I mean, and we've always brought up the uh, the possibility of some sort of fake alien invasion where they make it look like there's some sort of event that has to call to action everybody. Well, it's another attempt for world domination to bring us all together so that they can yeah. get one world yeah. order. Yeah, and I mean, that's what World War, right? World World War One, World War Two. It yeah. kind of brought nations together. It was attempts to fight. It, it was attempts to take over the world. Yeah. Yeah. So and they're they're not done trying. And one could argue that, that that's what they're doing with the virus. Okay. Well, the virus is part of it. Uh, it like anything, you can't have just one plan. If if if, you, if it fails, 
you're done. You're, you're, you got to have yeah. if one fails, you got to have another and another yeah. and another, and that's so they just keep yeah, trying. Because I've heard the um, the the basically like the similarities between everything that has been said about Project Bluebeam, take out Alien and replace it with Virus, and it's identical. It's it's the same thing. World fear, world control. You guys have to depend on one thing. That's Fauci. That's the CDC. That's the WHO. Okay. Fauci's never gotten anything right. Well, yeah, you don't I have mean, to tell me right? that. He's the most undependable I mean, fucking person. We that should take so a, much money. I think we got to go up to four masks. We should do okay. just the opposite of what he said, and no, we'd be no, right on. Big Ron, you're, you're wrong. Okay, <laughs> I'm right. I've been in this business for at least seven different presidents. Okay, yeah. I've been around for a long Probably time. Two hundred years. He's into adrenochrome. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that that's what uh, Ruth ba- Ruth Bacon Cheeseburger was being fed too. Yeah, she yeah, was uh, yeah. quote unquote alive for right. a long time. Right. Pelosi's <laughs> on this stuff too. Yeah, they're she's all... definitely on something. Either she's hammered all the time or some. Well, kind of I think Pelosi. that's true too. Yeah, yeah. she's out of out of whack ninety percent of the time. Yeah. yeah so, um, well, let's see. We have uh, paperclip. So Operation Paperclip was bringing Warner mm-hmm. from Von Braun. A lot of people went to Russia, too. They were split. Ooh, a lot of scientists okay. went to Russia. Okay. I get you. Snap, crackle over there, Chris. Is, uh, cheers in the office. Popcorn. All right. Yeah, so, I mean, we, we looked at Russia today on your globe. Okay? Yeah. We, yeah. we, we, oh, we yeah. took a spin around the globe. Ron, Russia's huge. Ron has a beautiful globe, everybody. <laughs> and, yeah, it is, it is the largest landmass of any country, right? I think it's the largest country, right? China is, isn't it? Mm, I don't know. But, I mean, half of that... They're both huge. That 60th, or the 60-degree parallel line that you can't look above, like they won't let you film, half of Russia literally lies above that. Which is Siberia, isn't it? Isn't that the... I think, yeah, the northern part of Russia, and, and that's, I think, where a lot of these craft have been known to crash land, so to speak. Well, I think there's... Supposedly, uh, entry entry areas into the inner earth at the poles. Well, that's where all the electricity, you know, all the yeah. magnetic pole is. There's some weird stuff I think happens for there. sure. Yeah, okay. Russia is the largest. Yeah, check that is out. Okay. Seventeen thousand or seventeen million kilometers squared. Oh, okay. Oh wow, it's eleven percent landmass. Canada's something. Canada's bigger than China, and you don't think about that, but only about a tenth of Canada's. Yeah, it, it, only yeah. by our borders, the only place they live. Yeah, Russia, Canada, China, and then the United States, yeah. and then Brazil. Hmm. Yeah, Australia is sixth. So yeah, I don't know. It's it's uh it's one of those things where this kind of false flag, if you want to call it that, it's basically you'd have alien craft that is man made, and they make well, it look I like think, it's alien. I think that's what people need to understand is that we are way more. Uh, ahead of, of in our spacecraft is than people think. Well, yeah, they, How could they they've not? been How... they've been reverse engineering this stuff for seventy years. Yeah, I mean, because think about it. How long have we been on petroleum or petrol oil? We should have been off of fifty years ago. You know what I mean? Like the petrodollar has yeah. been around for the since mm-hmm. the seventies, and yeah. we've been on everything running on gas. Yeah, as long as everyone's been alive on this planet, right? Pretty much. So, yeah, yeah it was, it was any of us that's alive, yeah. And we've had um, 
we had Zach Voorhees, the Google whistleblower. Are you familiar with his work? No, I'm not. Well, he he worked at Google and he came out about he was noticing all the the um, censorship uh, around Trump, right? Mm-hmm. And so all of a sudden, after Trump or no, it was after the Vegas massacre. They had a, a big Google meeting saying, hey, we got to come together and there's a lot of false information going out there. We got to squash it all. So we got to come up with all these terms and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, he does a search on his his uh, computer, like his government or his not government, his uh, internal company computer. And he finds a file or a folder called Blacklist. And it's no joke. They didn't even try to hide the name, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a blacklist of. These are all the words that we do not want showing up in our search terms, okay? And a lot of it had to do with the name of the shooter at the the Vegas shooting, but there was also cold fusion. So there was a lot of cold fusion and um, the alternative forms of energy that they wouldn't want people to find out about or, you know, dig into. And Interesting. He also he followed this um, this one website, and this is how he found out about that because he he followed Cold Fusion, and there was a, a website or a company that he used to listen to or follow every day, and he saw their name on this list, and he's like, "What the fuck is Cold Fusion?" I mean, we're we're supposed to be focusing on the Vegas shooting, mm-hmm. and then you're bringing in all this stuff about Cold Fusion. There, I mean, the list is still up there. He he has a lot of info on that and it's it's how many pages is it like 400 or something yeah it was all, it was huge it's huge because i mean if you can imagine it's every word and every misspelling of that word that you can think of really so if somebody types in two letters misspelled it's it's unbelievable how much time and, and dedication they go into for to catch it for people not to look up this shit but cold fusion, and that's that's another thing, is like, if we don't need gas, then what 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 are we doing? Well, it's just like that guy that invented that car that runs on water. He, mm. he signed a deal with the, with the Pentagon, and the next day he was killed. Oh, of course. <laughs> and, yeah. I, and you can go on the internet, and you can watch that car run. It sounds just like a gas engine. Yeah. What's that guy's name, everybody? I don't know. I can't remember. I don't remember either. But magnetic energy, yeah, there's... Um, all form, and that's what it comes down to is is energy. Because think about what controls this world: food, energy, energy. Um, what else? I mean, I'm just saying, like, if you can control the food supply and if you can control the power, I mean, <clears throat> you know, water, weapons, water, and air. Yeah, I mean, I mean, nuclear power. I mean, yeah. uh, but electricity. Stanley well, Mayer. Stanley yeah, Meyer. You can, there's Meyer. the car, and you can watch that thing drive down the street. Yeah, let, let's watch this, dude. This has 1.7 million views on uh, YouTube. So this is a... Oh, yeah. Okay, what is this from, dude? Play this. This is a clip from some sort of news agency back in the day. Oh, God, look at this. 1970s <laughs> or some shit. Top our news here at six o'clock. An age-old yeah, dream. Quiet. Yeah, it's super quiet. So just bump up the desktop volume there on the OBS. To use water to run your car. It's a major breakthrough that will no doubt make motorists happy. And as Ralph Robinson explains, the Pentagon oh. is also showing lots of interest in this project. 
Water has always been considered a precious commodity, but Stan Meyer's invention may make it even more valuable. He has developed what's called a water fuel cell. It has taken the place of his old gas tank. The water fuel cell breaks down water molecules into oxygen and hydrogen. The hydrogen is used to run his dune buggy. And I don't care if you use rainwater, well water, city water, ocean water. If you don't have any fresh water, go ahead and use snow. If you don't have any snow available to you, then use salt water because there's no adverse effect to the fuel cell. Pause real quick. So he's saying no matter what type of water source, you can can you piss in this thing? Yeah. Because I'm just saying. You could. You Maybe. Could, you could. If I got to stop and take a piss, I'm going to fill up my gas tank. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> okay. So he has a little dune buggy that's this runoff water. And so. Working on this project four years ago, he's not a scientist. He isn't even a chemist. In fact, he never graduated from college. Yeah. Myers was determined, he says, to design something to protect this country from oil embargoes. And we have calculated that if we take the dune buggy from Los Angeles to New York, we would roughly use 22 gallons of water. The Pentagon flew a lieutenant colonel in last week to look Los, at... Wait, wait, pause that. There's talk of possibly using it in... 20, so, Los Angeles to New York, 22 gallons of water. Yeah. What the fuck, dude? That's nothing. Yeah. So, okay. Carbon emissions. Well, can we, does, he can was, we not? He was killed, and that's... they. Anybody that gets close to free energy is is done away with. That's what I'm saying. So let's let's just say it's suspected that I mean, obviously it looks like the dude was killed, right? Yeah. You come out with this well, life changing yeah. event and this life changing device, and then all of a sudden, mm, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like with Admiral Byrd, why would they not just? Uh, because if you go, you know. That was in the 50s. It was a different time, though. So, you know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't think anybody. It wasn't very uh, organized. After JFK, it was like. There was a lot. I don't know. I mean, who knows? Well, yeah. So, I don't know. It's just when when I see stuff like that guy, he comes out with something that can basically coast to coast with 22 gallons of water. Well, did you know that if you create an invention that's too close to anything uh, too good? That they'll can't they'll stop it. You can't even work on it. They'll just claim that it's uh, yeah. They'll boycott it and say you can't work on it. But then they take it yeah, and they work on it. So they've been doing this for a lot of years, along with their reverse engineering. Well, they've got stuff that we wouldn't even believe, couldn't even believe. I'm glad you said that because that's something else that Zach uh, Voorhees found out was that Google is now having their old their own gold or cold fusion. Yep. So they're developing. They have their own plant. They're making the shit. So it's like, hello. I mean, come on now. Yeah. Is it that obvious? So, but that's that's what it is. It's control and power. Like, where can we close? Where can we? We let's let's have the wide open vast, and that's what I think social media is is good for. Is they can find out the people that are creating a product that's working well, and then they can hone in on them and suffocate their uh, source of revenue, mm-hmm. suffocate them, like close their business and yeah. then take their idea. Yeah, right? that's what they do. Yeah. So they're like probably 70, 80 years ahead of us. And you know how when you have one invention, it leads to 10 more real quick. Yeah. You know, well, think of what they've done. Yeah. You know, taking some of these inventions from 50 years ago. Yeah. Who knows what they're doing with them now? Indeed. I mean, it's it's hard to think that we've just been on gas this whole time. 
this whole freaking time. And yeah, you've seen we the, shouldn't be. Yeah, well, and there's been no progression from to something else. Yeah, I mean, come on. From well, the 1800s. Well, but look at what where technology has gone. I mean, we it skyrocketed. Something kind of fishy there, don't you think? You know what I mean? So it's too why, much money. It is. That's bottom line. Money and power. Yeah. Well, until they come up with elect like a pure electric car, it will be. Uh, but even then. All the electric cars right now run on shit that they have to dig up in. and mine for. Yeah, you have to plug in. And they in have to and... huge, dig these huge, ginormous fucking holes yeah. in order to do anything with it. What do we so got? You're that not Denise really... just talked about her children. So That's Denise... something we should touch on. I think it was Denise. I just saw it. So Denise Connerty, my biggest fear is for my children. I don't care what happens to me, but I'm so afraid for my children's future. That's something interesting to touch on because when I was younger and, and had kids, I debated not having kids because my brother got me into this stuff way early on. Yeah. And so I understand what she's saying. It's scary. You care about your kids and you love your kids. And, but I guess my advice here is this is happening. It's biblical. It's going to happen. You need to, to do the best you can to do what we all are put here for a job. And we, yeah. need, we need to get ready to do that job. And we're being given kids now, I believe, that are advanced over us. To help in this process. So look at your kids as a resource. Well, and raise them right. Yeah. I mean, let them know what liberty is. This really isn't is. our only life. We, we, we got plenty more. We're going we're going big places. Yeah. But, I mean, just in, in focusing it on, like, a local level. Yeah. Tell them the face mask is not needed. Yeah. There's a <laughs> tell, lot of... Tell them that you won't catch COVID and die. Well, she's tell watching, them that. She's watching this. She's, she's, into, she's awake. Yeah. And this is the day of the awakening. She's awake. Just keep doing your homework. Yeah. No, I question everything. Yep. This I is mean, all good. This is all good in yeah. the end. Even though it looks horrible, it's good. Yep. Yeah, no. And then as long as your your kids are in the know that what right and wrong is and mm-hmm. what freedom is and where where you can see the delineation of overreach when it yeah. comes to control, when Which it comes to money. happening a lot right now. Yeah, and, and a lot of this right now, for young kids, it's too much. Like, you're not going to just be like, hey, this Fauci guy, he owns this company, and that there's they're making money off yeah. of this and this. You're not going to do that, but you're just going to say, hey, look, there's these things called numbers, okay? Uh, and the chance of you kind of getting so sick that you'll have to go to hospital, according to these numbers, is very, very low. So, yeah. you know... Just, you know, high level. But in the end, I think it's all it all comes back to parenting and just talking to your kids, making sure that you know exactly if if you allow them to watch something, ask them about it. Be yeah. like, oh, so what did you take away from that? You know, did you watch your little freaking video over there? Mm, try okay. to teach them what's really going on. And we're just figuring out what's really going on. But yeah. we're living, in my opinion, we're living in the days that – humanity's been waiting for for thousands of years well and when it comes to like the uh the restrictions and the lockdowns and just the the government kind of mandates right Mm -hmm. there's the boomers who i've heard are pushing back more because they know what fucking freedom yeah tastes like you know what i mean and so we're witnessing the battle of good and evil right now oh no doubt about it you know i I mean mean, that's what it's playing out right here on earth yeah well, and it's just, it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's every country. And you see the pushback, and you see the protests, and it's just... And that's what brings the aliens into it. 
they're here to help us through this process. Oh, that's okay. my opinion. Yeah. Okay. So how would they help this? They've, they've been doing a lot already that we don't even know about. So when they, so why do you well, think? Well, I, I think that, well, you, you guys, I'm sure know that, that all the um, nuclear bombs and stuff and their silos and stuff, there's been times where those have been enabled, completely enabled, and they don't know why. It, like they were shut down. All the oh, electronics and everything were just shut down. Oh, disabled. Disabled. Yeah, okay. sorry about that. Gotcha. Uh, shut down for a period of time. Wow. And the people in the know say that the aliens did that to show. Saying like, hey, don't Or maybe they shit. stopped something. Ah. So you think that this uh, whatever kind of alien, fake alien invasion will be to deter people to get them to hate aliens? and To then- be afraid of them. And then basically when they again to try, try to, to divide, try to divide. Yeah. Yeah. makes sense. Yeah. But like you said, if there are bad aliens, how do you know? That's a good question. So when you don't know anything about anything about this race, well, what's or bad, whatever the what's heck bad is. too is a lot of the abductions and stuff have been done by humans. They're not uh, all alien abductions. So some abductions are good. Some are horrible. Um, Good chance that the horrible ones are human beings doing it yeah. to try to try and put fear divide. into humans. Yeah, to divide and have. But some we have of... that kind of technology that we can fake yeah. abductions. So when the time comes when we start seeing more alien stuff, and specifically when we see the mainstream media talking more and more well, about aliens, the mainstream media ain't going to cover nothing. Well, they I mean, might. <laughs> if if they want to influence people's minds, they will. Well, if they want to make people afraid of something, they're going to talk about well, it. Well, that's true. Yeah. So, well, then if there's something so big, they can't ignore it. Well, my well, my thing is the mainstream media is there to influence your mind it, in one direction. If it's a if it's a false flag, the main media is going to be all over it talking about that the aliens are attacking us. Yeah. They're going to they're going to take the fear and put it to us. For sure. Yeah, and that's my point. It's like when you see an increase in that, yeah. you know something might be... Well, and everybody should be aware that there's probably a false flag coming. Yeah. I believe that. With alien something. Yeah, some sort of an alien abductor uh, attack, hmm. but probably a false one. Well, first they got to focus on taking our guns away. Because... Well, they're, they're working <laughs> on that pretty tough. Dude, it's yeah. fucking unbelievable. Yeah. I cannot believe it. It's every every damn day. Well, everything I've been watching for the last year, year and a half has been saying that we're going to see this because it's part of their agenda to make it happen. To to take away guns. Yeah. yeah. They have to have events, shooting events, to panic the people, to make them yeah. want to push bills push gun through. Control. Yep. Yeah. yeah, no, and it's, um, it's sad, you know what I mean? Because I don't know I, what else to do about it. I don't know, because eventually you can see the writing on the wall. They're going to pass bills that either ban certain guns or whatever. Um, flex marks. MSN will be the first ones the aliens will fuck with or fuck over. So, yeah, that would be great. If yeah. the aliens just abducted mainstream media. I'm on board, I'm on board with that. That'd just be, took out the whole buildings. Yeah. Maybe that's why they're coming up with, like, AI news reporters. You know, like that one that just everyone ever watched Project Blue Book. That's an interesting subject too. So yeah, we I've watched that show. I watched, mm, I think like the first two seasons. Haven't watched the third season uh, if there is one. I don't even know. I haven't had. I was watching it too. I don't. I it kind of got a little. Yeah. uh, 
Yeah, like the side stories and the drama is just a little too, I don't know. Like I said, whenever they make a movie or some sort of uh, TV series. This show is high vibration. This show is high vibration. Yeah, Yeah. that's D'Angelo. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. That's good. We want high vibration. (laughs) Yeah. So. um, I don't know. I kind of disagree with what you were just going on. How if they make a TV show or or, or movie or something, it's kind of discrediting. I think it's. Sometimes. I think it's almost the opposite. I think they're giving glimpses of what they're already doing. Well, I think there's a lot of that. There is a lot of disclosure in movies. It depends on the Hollywood figure that makes the movie, okay? Let's let's say that. Well, Hollywood's corrupt too. So, I mean, it could go both ways. Yeah. I read a thing a long time ago where I don't remember what it what it was exactly but i just remember that whether it's a belief system or some kind of religion or or something that if you're when you're about to do something evil according to this thing you're a part of i don't remember if it's a religion or whatever it was yeah but in in some way you have to admit what you're doing while you're doing it oh yeah so that would be like um the secret secret, secret messaging in like the yeah, Illuminati. Like, yeah, like you have to. Yeah, you have to. That has to do with the announce an, exactly. You have, you have to, have to like announce it, disclose you know, it to the public. Yeah, which if you look, they do yeah. a lot of that in their symbols, and yeah. they, they do a lot. The cabal does a lot of that. Yeah. Well, yes, which I, I think maybe that's what movies are. You think that? Uh, yeah, like a disclosure. I, saying it, saying of, it without saying it. Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. I think I kind of buy into that. Yeah, no, I could see that for sure. I could see that being like, hey, let's, uh," and not only that, but it's to make people think that it's fantastical. You know, like this is a fantasy. No fucking way that's ever going to happen. I guess Stargate was huge in in disclosure. A lot of that, like the Stargates and stuff, a lot of that's like real life. Like Stargate, that the TV series? Yeah. And the the, the movie. Hmm. So I've I've always meant to go back and watch it ever since I found that. Was album. the main actor in Stargate MacGyver? <laughs> <laughs> I want to say it was. It, I don't think so. Or it, it looks like some sort of eighties rock star guy. I don't I'm know. thinking like a like a full mullet, like the eighties rock hair mullet, where it's kind of I don't know. I don't either. But yeah, Stargate is legit platypus. Hunger Games. Nikki Rojas. It's getting closer and closer to that kind of style of world, isn't it? Where it seems like Hunger Games? Yeah. We're going to have to fight over... Sir, oh, Kurt Russell. Yeah, it has that Kurt Russell hair. Dang, dude. What are you doing? Cutting that can open? Yeah. He used a knife to cut open his beer, everybody. So <laughs> that everybody guy listen. says it looks like MacGyver. Yeah, right? So I, I think uh, MacGyver <laughs> is uh, Stargate, man. Man. That makes total sense because what does MacGyver do? Well, he does anything. Solves problems. Anything he wants. <laughs> he, puts, he puts shit, random shit in the room and, and he creates a Stargate. <laughs> Dang, dude. Maybe that's, he just fucking warped himself into All the Stargate. All he needs is a bottle and some water and he can make a Stargate. Yeah, I like that. So here was another interesting article that kind of had me thinking about Hollow Earth. And this was uh, from Zero Hedge. Remains of alien planet lurk deep within Earth's mantle, researchers suggest. Now, I didn't highlight anything on this, but basically if you look at the diagram, you can see that they they theorize that the moon formed when a protoplanet called Theia struck Earth billions of years ago. 
They also say that the alien planet's remains are hiding deep in the Earth's mantle. Now, if can we click on that picture or... Yeah, I think... Yes, there we go. So, in comes Thea, smashes into Earth. They, it forms this disk of debris. It kind of looks like the disk of, like, Saturn's rings around <laughs> the Earth. And they then form the, moon, huh? the moon forms out of the debris. So, that is what the... the uh, the researchers have found some of these chunks. Now, that begs the question, is part of the moon... So if if the moon is made out of Theta or Theia and the Earth, they found the same material here on Earth's mantle. Right? Yeah. They, they mean, would have to, right? That makes sense, yeah. So, I was thinking that um, this would not really... This isn't really hollow Earth, but it kind of goes into the, the formation of the moon. And I know that you've talked about the moon being kind of hollow or if the mm-hmm. if the moon is hollow, because if something lands on it, it creates this reverberation. Well, NASA even did that. They crashed the landers into it two different times. And it created a, a wave uh, form. A or a bell sound. Right? Dong. Yeah, that just kept reverberating for quite a while. Mm. Now... I don't know if that uh, could just happen on impact when you're out in space because space is a different animal. You know what I mean? Like if you clap, is that going to just... I don't know how they did it. I I don't know how they... So when something crashes, though, it's going to create a large I'm sure sound. That, you know I'm sure I mean? that they have the technology to, to differentiate, though. I get you. Okay. Well, did we just have another super chat come in? I think we did. Uh, Aiden, Aiden H, OG, love everyone. Hi, Greg and Chris. Too tired for anything else. We'll watch in the morning. All right, thank you. Um, I think that we talked about the moon kind of being this docking station. It was kind of like a, I call it the airport, <laughs> but for the secret space program, right? We're, like we're a galactical of, airport. Yeah, or the moon. Of, yeah, and so if it is hollow. What's the purpose of it being hollow, by the way? Well, this is getting out there, but um, the research that I've done suggests that that was actually like a a ship that that was not man-made, but alien-made or something a long, long time ago that was meant for moving people from planet to planet. And it got stuck on Earth or something? Um, or by Earth? I don't know if it got stuck, but... If you look at the moon, it's different than anything else. It doesn't yeah. rotate. It's fixed on the Earth. Yeah. The center of the Earth, it rotates. It doesn't waver. Well, it causes the tides, right? It causes the tides. It doesn't waver. It doesn't act like a natural entity at all. And not only that, but I have... That's why there's a dark side of the moon. It never comes around. There you go. The dark side. Ooh. Sounds like an album. It does. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I, I have been noticing celebrities and their infatuation, infatuation with the moon. Yeah. They have moon worship. There's always been, I mean, there was people that believe there was aircraft and stuff on the other side of the moon on the dark side. But I also, we, on this show, we did a timeline of COVID events and lining up with the moon and significant events happen when it's a full moon. Well, lots of things happen on full moon. They've well, always that, known that's that. That's true. That's true. Talk and to so, any police station. Yeah, and so that's that's where I'm thinking. Hmm, is the moon really 
what we think it is, or is it something else? Could it be some sort well, of... Well, if you look at the moon, it's got a lot of weird things. It's actually the exact perfect size and distance from the Earth for an eclipse. It's, it's got a lot of real weird things that have to be absolutely perfect for it to do what it does. Oh, yeah. For it so. to be a, just a natural thing of nature is like yeah. 100 bazillion to one. You know, just probably didn't happen. It was put there. So you think it was a perfectly round sphere to cause an... We're, we're kind of like the Goldilocks planet. Ooh. You know, that's what we're called. I like porridge. Because... <laughs> it's yummy. Because we have everything here yeah. for life. It, life is prolific here. And they, the moon's a lot, big part of that. I get you. Um, so as far as, like, the moon goes, I know that China recently sent a rover to the dark side of the moon. Mm-hmm. They are, I think that they've projected a, some sort of satellite receiver so that way they can receive images. So what they did was they have this rover on the surface of the, the dark side of the moon. And is it called the dark side of the moon or is it called like the back side of the moon? It, I, I get, the dark side of the moon. Okay. And basically they threw up this satellite in some sort of like triangular mm-hmm. fashion so that way they can receive signals from this thing because when you're on the back side of the moon there's nothing getting through the moon right so as far as like a signal you can't receive anything so they have a satellite that's right above there triangulated and it mirrors this communication pathway back to earth now what do you think that china's trying to do on the moon i think china's trying to get um oh what is it that um oh h h3 H three hydronium or I I I don't know. It's H three or H four hydrogen. Or yeah, H three. I think that's what they're after. We we don't have it on Earth because our atmosphere it's it's abundant out in space. What is H three element? What is this? Triatomic hydrogen. H three is yeah. Try hydrogen? I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's what it is, but the moon has tons of it. H3+. plus. If, any, if anybody knows what the, the, the layman's term for this... It's used to make energy, and they, they say that they could mine it um, like a football field square of it and run a country for a year off of it. Okay. It's, so it's it, very, very it's, kinetic. It's, it's used in... Um, um, this uh, says, again. this says H three may refer to uh, Happy High Hustler, uh, <laughs> Hunter Hurst Helmsley. Okay, mm. come on now, we're, we're Triple talking H. Triple H. Yeah. We're talking. Uh, either that or if anyway, we, there's something on the moon that is a big energy. Game. Or was it H two O three or some some shit? I don't remember, but it's... it's Let's go back to our it, chat. Maybe people huge. are, are telling us. It's huge. Hydrogen 3. I don't know. Tri- tri- tritium? Tritium? Andrew Logan, thank you for the super chat. Um, tritium. So everybody's saying tritium. Um, so that might be it. That's that's not what I'm familiar with, but it might be. Ooh, oh, talk, tri- talk to, oh, talking to that mic there, Ron. Oh, tritium hydrogen. Okay, that's possible. Yeah, so, but es- essentially there's a, an element on the moon that people are trying to mine. They're, they're, I think the Chinese want to mine it. Or collect it yeah. into cer- certain, like, containers and then send it back to yeah. 
heard. Yeah, very little of it goes a long, long way. Hmm. And it replenishes itself because the moon's constantly getting pelted by it from space. And it's only found on the dark side? Or no, no, they it's, just it's all hide. over the moon, I think. They just want to hide their operation? I don't know. And put it back there? Maybe. So sneaky. Why do you got to be so sneaky? You know what I mean? Just show, show us what you're doing. I don't know. Um, here was something that I found funny. Russian official admits staging bogus Yeti sightings to attract tourists to Siberia. Okay. <laughs> now, this is an article from New York Post, but um, apparently they they set up some Yetis in the Siberia to get some tourists to come there. Yeah. I don't know why they, I mean, the tourists are not wanting to uh, go to Siberia for some reason, but who, would, who the fuck would want to? Well, obviously you want to see the abominable Russian snow job. That's what it says. Amen to, yeah, I'm not even going to try to read it, but the president, Vladimir Putin's longest serving regional leaders, has copped to arranging bogus sightings of the Yeti to attract tourists in Siberia. Wow. So, I don't know. I mean, you do what you got to do, man. Okay? Any port in the storm, hey, we're, we got we to gotta get people over here. Come on, people. Can we, can we scroll down? Is there, I thought there was a picture of this. Oh, is that it? That's the picture? I think. <laughs> oh, my gosh. In 2011, a video purportedly to show a Yeti at Mount Zelyonaya in, yeah. Bad with names, everybody. There it is. There's the fake Yeti. There it is. That's we found it. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty oh, realistic. I my <laughs> God. I love those hats, dude. Those hats are uh, awesome. But, I mean, just look at look at this, you guys. So, we have cave. This is just a cave in, uh, where is this? Siberia, I'm supposing? Uh, region of Russia. The Kem- Kemerovo. Kemerovo. Kemerovo in Russia, okay? But look inside. Look, I mean, come on. Honeycomb Earth, baby. That's what it is. Well, that's that would be a good example of what it looks like, I'm betting. I mean, just kind of drilled out, making it kind of, you know, nice and curvy. I don't know. Anyway. Well, I think a lot of the, a lot of down there was formed with volcanic, you know, the cooling and warming of vol- volcanic For sure. lava and stuff. So yeah. it makes sense that there's tunnels and... Yep. It's like the ape caves around here. Yeah, know. for sure. Yeah. Um, okay, so we've been talking for about an hour and a half. Where do you think this is going to go? The uh, the false flag, the fake alien attack? I think we're going to see a lot of stuff in the next six months, personally. In the next six months? Yeah. I think we've been seeing a lot in the last month. I agree. That's what I mean. I think in the next six, we're going to see stuff that is crazy. Well, okay. In all aspects, in in, in po- political scene, yeah. I think we're going to see more in the alien scene. Well, so we hope to see more in the alien because yeah. we deal with a lot of the political mess mm-hmm. that is, I mean, very substantial. I Messy mean, you can stuff. you can touch it, you can smell it, you can, yeah. you know. You can look at it. Yeah. It is, it hits close to home though. And that's why I like talking about it because it's, it's personal. Mm -hmm. It's more personal when everybody's going through it and it's, it's in everybody's daily life. Right. But this is stuff that is also substantial, but could impact everybody's life. It's not, and, and maybe in a good way, 
and I'm hoping it's in a good way because what it would introduce is hopefully a different formation of travel. Right. I think there's no doubt about that. Yeah. They're, they're they're working on that at several different levels. So I think we're in for new travel soon. And hopefully what that does is eliminate any carbon taxes, right? Any, (laughs) Any need for any tax for, energy related blah 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 they'll just come up with some other tax yeah it's yeah. it's uh some other uh yeah we have a some non, scientists non-carbon tax oh well <laughs> yeah they're gonna You're have not making enough carbon the emissions mm-hmm. will be monitored by a specific organization <laughs> and they will have their own scientists who tell you exactly what the emissions mm-hmm. are what it costs yeah and yeah i agree but maybe we can put an end to that that's what i'm hoping Eliminate. Uh, well, food for thought. I think that a lot of what's happening now with the central banking system and the cryptocurrency, yeah. that's a whole nother show probably. But there's a lot going on there with separating the fiat currency with cryptocurrency that's going to be a big, huge deal in, in the near future. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, everybody who's – I mean, you see the push and the acceptance for crypto. Yeah. For – I mean, it's just everywhere now, right? Yeah. Well, and it's non-governed by any government, so they can't attack your bank account. What's what's in your account is yours and nobody else's. They can't touch it. But do you need electricity to access crypto? I'm sure you need a computer. Well, there you go. That's how they'll cut you off. All right. So who controls the electricity? Well, you can do it on any computer, though, so they'd have to cut the planet off. Well, yeah, EMP. Yeah. Well, that's another issue. MP, yeah. MPs could put us in the dark ages over in minutes. Cue the Hunger Games scenario. Yeah, if, if we can't control it, <laughs> nobody can control it. Yeah. I think that's the well, end game. EMPs are probably the scariest thing going. Yes. Well, and some will say that it's from solar flares, right? Because well, solar flare could cause one. And it has happened, right? In the yep. uh, 1800s. 1800s. Yeah. Before so, we had anything like now, computers now are all microcircuitry and stuff. Yeah. That stuff wouldn't stand a split second in an EMP. Do you keep any electronics in the microwave? In the microwave, no. Just I, to keep them safe. <laughs> I, have, I keep them in a Faraday cage. Well, there you go. Okay, even better. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know you had a Faraday cage. That's yeah. awesome. Okay. Well, yeah, Everybody should have a Faraday cage, by the way. And if you don't know what a Faraday cage is, it's a... It's a metal enclosure that will protect any electronics in case of an EMP. Gotcha. So I have emergency radios and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Like do a, your, a do burner your, phone. Yeah, do your research to find out what you should have in it. Batteries, yeah. lights. I mean, if you're a drug dealer, you definitely need a Faraday cage, okay? Because <laughs> you're going to lose all clientele. Not to be confused with a ferret cage. <laughs> That's true, yeah. Those things are a little bit stinkier. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, I think that in the next... I mean, we've seen it, right? We've seen what is going on right now with the buildup. It just, it's, it feels like there's a lot of pressure right now. We're well, in a, we're in a pressure they've, cooker. They've speeded up the agenda. Yeah, they've and sped so up we're able to, we're able to see it easier. Yeah, pay attention. It's happening. Yeah, it's real. Yeah, yeah. It, it can, and I think that they know that they have to do a little bit at a time, and that everybody. Well, that's what they were trying to do, but now they've escalated it. Yeah. Because they are they got pushed back. They only have so much time. Yep. So the executive orders, I mean, Biden has passed, <laughs> what, probably damn near 100, dude. But it was like, I think, 40 in his first week. It was yeah. the most anybody has ever done. And the things that he's going to do when it comes to gun control, that's what I'm 
I know is going to happen because Congress won't pass it. It's going to sit and spin, and we're going to deal with this bloody mess. And I feel like Biden will pass some sort of executive order. And I, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what the, uh, the pinnacle moment will be where everybody says enough is enough. But it's, it's definitely the pressure is, is boiling. Yeah, it's, you know, what, what people don't realize is that the majority are doing nothing right now. You yeah. Know, we're, we're all sitting back and watching it. At some point, the majority is going to have enough. Yeah. And it's going to change. Yeah. What that's going to look like, I don't know. Agreed. Um, Chris, what do you guys think? Or what do you think? Next next six months, what what can we expect? I think there's going to be a lot of different things that happen that can open our eyes to different aspects. I think things are going to come at us from all different directions. Mm. I don't think it's going to be this one thing affects everyone. I think it's going to be this thing and this thing and this thing. It's going to be aliens and there's going to be fucking power surges and new technology. And I think there's going to be a lot of shit that happens. So you think good? Maybe not just in the next six months, but yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of shit. Well, yeah, I think it's going to get a lot worse than it before it gets better. I think uh, the worst, yeah. the the bottom of the barrel to me, like when we've hit rock bottom, is when we don't have a food supply, we don't have energy, and when our guns are taken away, and and forced vaccinations. That's 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 the bottom of the if, barrel. If we get to that, well, there's no doubt. If we get to that point, we're in Deep shit. Big You're going to have to eat a lot of turds. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> I probably will. Just uh, just to prove that I'm I'm insane. You're up for the task. Yeah. Did we get another? Uh, we, we good? Thank you, Andrew. Andrew Logan. Thank you, sir, for that super chat. Okay. Well, hey, I got to say it's been real, Big Ron. It's been close to a year. I looked when the last yeah. time you were on. You were on May 2020. Yeah. Well, it's fun. So we we have gone through some changes. Yeah, yeah, it looks great in here. In the next six months, who knows what this thing's going to look like? Okay, (laughs) that's what I got to say. So that's what we're working on. We're working on personal development and family, right? Control what you can control. Yeah, and give back. Be a good person. Um, teach, teach well, and help society. We all need it. We all have a role in this thing. Yeah, and only, uh, you know, just talk to people who are willing to listen. That's the biggest thing, right? Because you say this a lot, um, that you, there's no, it's kind of worth, it's it's a waste of breath. If they're not waking up, it's like talking to a dead tree. They they just, they can't understand. And this is a weird thing, but it's called the awakening. If people aren't waking up, I believe that they just can't reason it out. They can't see it for whatever reason. Yeah. So don't waste your time until they're awake. They're not going to be able to understand what you're talking about. Yeah. Talk to the people that are waking up. For sure. And try to help them advance. Yeah. And that's, I mean, what we like to do is just point out various things that happen and that leads people to dig further and they can kind of take that onto their own. Everybody needs to do their own research. But. We can help them get there, though. Yeah, but use discernment. Yeah. Please use discernment because there's a lot of misinfo. Well, that's true. So anyway, um, you guys, if you like this episode, hit the like button. Um, If you do like our content, Pardon My American Podcast on Instagram, Pardon My American Podcast on Telegram. You guys can download all of the little videos that I make, um, share them far and wide. 
I really don't care where you put them. So go ahead and share them. Um, honestly, if you feel like donating to the show, anything helps. A dollar, we fucking love it. We love anything that comes in. You guys, yep. we know. We know it's a fucking, it's a tough world, right? So anything you guys do, we bought this brand new computer. We bought this new mixer. We built the wall. We're going to build some freaking nice ass shelves. Uh, more merch. Merch is where we're going next. So nope. that's what we want. And I feel like, uh, honestly, I don't know. I, I would love to see everybody in a Pardon My American t-shirt. Okay. I just want the oh, new yeah. logo. I want it on. Oh, I love nice my hat. Shirt. There you go. I wear it everywhere. See, big, big Ron <laughs> knows what's going on. Right. So anyway, everybody, thank you for joining the live show. It's been awesome. And if you are not joining the live show, make sure you check us out every Wednesday at 7.30 and every Saturday at 5.30, and that's p.m. Pacific. Yep. Okay? So every week we will be live on our YouTube until something naughty happens. We'll see. Okay? All right, Chris, good show. Awesome show, guys. All right. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. All right, sayonara, everybody. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs, five to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.